Welcome back to Magnify Him Together. This is Josh Hodge, and we're on episode number 22 of Remember Now Thy Creator podcast. Have you ever opened a can of pop? Or maybe maybe you call it soda where you're from. But you open it up, and it bursts out. And the pop goes all over the place. And it was because, I don't know, either it was shaken up or... It dropped on the ground. Or maybe you've opened up some sort of bottle with a cork on it. And the cork just pops off. That's because there's all this pressure. It just bursts out of the, the bottle or the can. Well, it's not all that different when the psalmist says in Psalm 45 verse 1, he says, my heart is indicting a good matter. Now, that word indicting, it means gush or bubble up. It's talking about somebody whose heart is bursting forth with something. In this case, it was a good matter. Now, if you want to know what that good matter is, you're going to have to wait until the teaser at the very end, which is also after the student interview. But in Psalm 45, verse 1, the psalmist was bubbling up about something really exciting, about a good matter. There's a couple examples of this elsewhere in Scripture. So Job 32 talks about Elihu. Now, Elihu had to listen to Job and Job's three friends three on three separate occasions, each. And he held his tongue. He listened and he listened and he listened until finally, he just wanted to burst forth and talk. And it says, he says that he's full of a matter. The spirit with him in him constrained him, it says in Job 32, 18. He says, my belly is as wine which hath no vent. It is ready to burst like new bottles. I will speak that I may be refreshed. I'll open my lips and answer. And this was somebody who had something in his heart that he wanted to say so badly. He wanted to burst forth and explain his perspective on this discussion with Job and his three friends. This idea of indicting or bubbling up or gushing forth is also similar to Jeremiah 20 verse 9. We're probably a little more familiar with this one. It says God's word was in Jeremiah's heart like a burning fire. Right? A little bit of a different analogy. But the idea was Jeremiah, in in one way, didn't want to proclaim all of these judgments against the people, but in another way, he couldn't help himself because his heart was like a burning fire with God's word there. And he was compelled. He was bursting forth to say these things because it was truth and it was God's word. It wasn't that long ago when... um, my wife was cooking or boiling maple syrup. There was, we store all sorts of maple syrup and some of it had gone bad. And what you do, you scrape like the mold off the top and then you boil the rest and it's all good. Well, we had both turned our backs on this big pot of maple syrup just for a moment. I don't know, maybe we had walked out of the room or something, but it it wasn't long 
we come back and this this pot of maple syrup was overflowing. It was bubbling. It was bursting out. We've probably boiled water and, you know, the lid kind of vibrates because of the pressure of the gas that's forming. Well, maple syrup seems to be tenfold and it was all over the place. It was it was like Pompeii 2.0 in our kitchen and maple syrup covered the kitchen floor. And we just stood there not knowing what to do. But it was a long night of cleaning very sticky syrup. I bring your attention to that because that's another example of something that was bursting or bubbling out. But the question for us is, what bubbles out of our heart? We're, we all get excited to say things from time to time or to talk about something. What is it? What is it that we're excited about? Are we excited to talk about some book that we've read? Are we excited to talk about a sports game that happened the other night? We're, we're just itching to tell our friends and have this discussion. Are we bursting to talk about one of our hobbies? What about the kingdom? What about the readings from the past week? Now, each of us have talked about the Bible, talked about the kingdom, talked about a verse, but are we bursting with energy? Are we bubbling up with excitement to have a conversation about God's word? And it's a good check for us. Where's our mind and our hearts at? And if, if we're never excited to talk about the Bible or topics in the Bible, we may want to rethink where we're headed in life. We might want to rethink what we're doing week to week and day by day so that we can be excited. But if our mind's excited to talk about all sorts of other things, well, maybe we've crowded God out of our lives. So just think, what's the next thing that you want to tell somebody else you're really excited about, that you're really passionate about. For the psalmist, it was a good matter. And stick around for the teaser to find out what that good matter is all about. But for the time being, figure out what you're passionate about. And that will help you. It'll help me to remember now our Creator. Welcome to the bonus material for Remember Now Thy Creator podcasts. We are having a high school student from Christadelphian Heritage College discuss an animal that is special to them that they believe is intelligently designed. And they are going to tell us a little bit about that animal. Today we have Levi Fish. Levi, how are you today? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself, Levi. My name is Levi Fish. I live in Burlington, Ontario, and I have attended CHC for six years now. 
and yeah. Nice. I love CHV. It's, uh, it's where I work, so it's a good place. So Levi, what uh, what animal are we discussing today? Uh, we're going to be discussing the platypus today. The platypus. Okay. Now, is it true that you think it's one of the weirdest animals on the planet? Yes. I think it's the weirdest one because of all the different animal parts and all the different functions that are needed for this animal to survive. Okay, so all the animal parts, all of the functions, can you tell us a little bit about those things, some of the defining features of this animal? Yep, uh, there's the bill, which is exactly like a duck bill, and it's actually how they use electrolocation to hunt, and they also don't have any teeth in it, except when they're first born but they lose all their teeth when they grow up. There's also their fur, which is like a mole or otter's fur. Uh, there's the feet that are webbed, and they actually retract back into their body when they're on land. And only males have this, but they have like this poisonous barb on the back of their uh, hand. And it stabs things, which it has been known to kill dogs sometimes. It's very venomous. Uh, the tail is like a beaver's tail, which helps it swim, and it also has an insulator in it that helps it keep warm in the water. Wow, that's, uh, that's quite a description, Levi. It's, it's an animal that has all sorts of other animal parts. What, what did you mention? You mentioned the, the duck, the otter, and what else was there? There's another animal, was it? The beaver. That's right, the tail was like a beaver tail. Amazing. Now, you something that stuck out to me was you mentioned the word electrolocation. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, it's a very rare thing that animals can have. It's like echolocation, except they use it to like detect objects around them using electric waves in water. And they can actually use this to hunt or they can use it to communicate between them, each other. And they also can use it to stun things like their prey. Wow, that that's a pretty cool piece of technology that uh, the platypus has, eh? Is there anything is there anything else you want to tell us about the platypus? Any other facts or? A few. Um, they also lay eggs, which is quite weird because they're considered a mammal, and they're one of the only mammals that can lay eggs besides the echidna. Uh, they also emit like a growl sound and they also have ears that fold back into their body when they're underwater. Uh, and they also have no stomach, which is really strange because their food doesn't really require digestion. So mm. they don't really need it, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this animal is full of surprises. It's got a, a lot of different features, as you say. Now, I think this leads us to the next question and, and why this is so important. A lot of people would say, hey, the platypus has evolved. What do you say to that, Levi? Well, evolutionists haven't really like pinpointed where it evolved from. There's, since it has so many like parts of different animals and different species like mammals, reptiles, and birds, they can't really pinpoint their ancestor. So, yeah. 
So what does what does that tell us about this animal? Well, that it was made by an intelligent designer. Made by an intelligent designer. I, I think you're exactly right. You, you look at this animal and all of the defining features that you've explained to us, it's incredible. It's complex. There is so much to this animal. And as you've rightly pointed out, I mean, that, that points to intelligence and an intelligent designer that we call God. So thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us, Levi. You're welcome. And uh, you've, you've certainly helped us, learned a lot, and, and in considering the platypus, it's helped us better remember now our creator. ready to follow the king? Are you ready to follow the king into battle and ride prosperously during the conquest of nations? This isn't just a fantastical story. This is real and will be the discussion on our next episode of Remember Now, Thy Creator Podcasts.